Yo, yo, what up, what up, what's good, world? Welcome to episode 8 of Toughest Balls. I am your host, Mark Brown. And today we got uh, quite a bit for you. We're going to switch it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? We got uh, my sister over here hey, on hey, the hey. technical uh, thing. She's the editor and, and all that. So we got her uh, chiming in from time to time. Uh, <laughs> From now on, we got a whole new mic set up. Um, yeah, so we got that. Yeah, so we're going to get into quite a, a bit today. We're going to talk about the results from AEW Fight for the Fallen. Uh, also, going to get into some NBA, uh, everything that's going on with Chris Paul, uh, uh, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook and James Harden back together. Um and who's number one in the Eastern Conference? Yeah, so we're gonna get into that. Uh, looking forward, going uh, third thing we're gonna get into. Looking forward, uh, it's going down this weekend. We got uh, um, a fight going down, a boxing match between Manny Pacquiao and uh, Keith Thurman. Uh, who's going to win that? We're going to get into that uh, as well. Uh, at the end of the show, we got a couple album reviews. I personally reviewed these albums uh uh the albums are the first one is the revenge of the dreamers three that's from j cole and his uh crew dreamville and the second album is from big crit crit is here so yeah we got quite a bit going on today yeah so let's uh let's get right into it as we always do here on uh Tough as balls. Uh, once again, I want to thank you for joining on this Friday, June 19th, uh, 2000. I mean, sorry, July 19th. Wow, I'm going back in time. July 19th, 2019. Uh, yeah, so we're going to get into the results of Fight for the Fallen AEW. Uh, yeah, um, personally, I, I did like uh, this, uh, this event. Now, wasn't there greatest that they had so far i thought uh fighter fest was uh, a little bit a little better and um uh yeah uh of course uh double or nothing that was that was everything so but uh fight for a fallen was a good event uh um the first uh match i want to get into was the main event and that was uh, Cody and Dustin Rhodes versus the Young Bucks. And that was a solid match. Uh, this uh, match didn't really go the Young Bucks type of pace with all the the acrobatics and, and maneuvers. Uh, Cody and Dustin uh, was able to pace this match uh, in their style, which... Is a little slower. Still uh, was a, a solid match. Uh, but on the whole card, if you ask me, my personal favorite uh, was uh, Kenny Omega versus Shima. I thought, uh, I couldn't tell who was going to win this match. You, um, you know, probably could have said you knew Kenny Omega was going to win this, but... I mean, if you watch that match, uh, Shima uh, is a veteran, and he 
put on uh well he's he's a veteran so he 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 did what uh a veteran like him does he put on a show and showed that he belongs amongst the top uh stars and not just AEW but in professional wrestling period um uh, we saw him uh last month um uh, at Fighter Fest he went against uh Christopher Daniels and that match was a great match as well so yeah uh uh the next match I want to uh talk about that was uh the uh Jimmy Havoc Darby Allen and Joy Janela versus MJF uh Sammy Guevara and Sean Spears. Um, this had some cool spots. Uh, I thought uh, it was it was funny that MJF and Sean Spears uh, were on the same team, and you could you could see in the body language that MJF did not want to be on the same team uh, as Sean Spears. Uh, so, but yeah, it was some uh, cool spots in 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 that match. Uh, nothing really uh, s- stood out that I would uh, you know would would talk about. But uh, yeah, all together, I thought uh, Fight for the Fallen was a a, a good event, and it should. Uh, Leading to great uh, until next month's uh, uh, pay per view all out, where uh, you have uh, uh, the main event there with um, Chris Jericho going against Hangman Page for the AEW uh, Championship. So uh, they let in, they led into that match uh, well. Uh, with uh, Chris Jericho be coming down uh, in disguise and him really, uh, you know, beating down Hangman Page and and busting Hangman Page and Hangman Page had to get uh, stitches and it like he had a black eye as well from from that. So uh, they're really doing well with keeping you interested into their next events of course like we talked about before um before they uh start their weekly uh shows this fall so with that said uh i thought it was all around you know good event this event was uh uh done to raise um uh money uh Florida shooting uh, last year, last August, uh, Jacksonville landing uh, at the video video game event, which was still shocking to hear about it. I believe uh, three people uh, died that day, including the shooter, and uh, I believe eleven others were were wound, wounded. Um, give or take a couple I believe so it was a great all around great event to uh, raise uh, awareness uh, um, for that cause and hopefully uh, 
this could deter from deter other shootings from happening in the future no matter what part of the country uh, you're in so yeah AEW already um, giving back and uh, big ups to them for recognizing uh, something uh, that was needed in the city of Jacksonville like that and it was a great event. The venue was uh, awesome. It's um, same property as the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, stadium. Uh, you know this uh, that uh, venue was meant for concerts, and as you can see uh, through television, it can also it does well with wrestling events. So hopefully that's not the last wrestling event we we see in that that. Uh, and at that venue, um, I, I I doubt it will be the last one, especially with AEW and everything that Tony Khan and and all the officials at AEW are doing. We shall see a lot more uh, coming at that venue. I would say, yeah. So moving right along, uh, I was gonna get into uh the results of wwe extreme rules but i didn't watch all of that so that's (laughs) gonna have to be on the next episode i mean wwe is just not it's just not drawing me man i mean i'm a grown man i'm 42 i'm gonna be 43 years old and they're just not drawing me in it's a casual fan show it used to be so exciting back then. It's a casual fan show. Mm-hmm. It's you might as well put WWE on Disney Channel. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ooh. that's so true. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying. I'm being honest. You might as well do that. Yep. It's it's gotten to that point, mm. and mm. I believe uh, uh, there were reports that said that. Uh, that's what Vince McMahon wanted to do with WWE. He wanted to one day sell it to Disney. And if that's his plan, he's on the right trajectory to do that. I don't want to see that because everyone's selling to Disney. I didn't want to see Star Wars. And now Disney has that. I didn't want to see Marvel. Now Disney has that. And Damn. Damn. <laughs> By the looks of it, Disney's going to have WWE, even if they want it. Is WWE, does Disney look at WWE as a profitable product? John Cena. That maybe that's all they can see. Yeah, John yeah. Cena, The Rock, they can yeah. use all those, the old material, the Hulk Hogan's, and yeah. they can use all that, they made the old characters. Disney Channel uh, you know, shows, yeah. All the, you know, everybody called, well, The Rock called John Cena, you know, Fruity Pebbles. He wear Fruity Pebble <laughs> colors. So, so I mean, I mean, they, WWE's got to do something. I mean, they try and do something with the whole Bray Wyatt and his whole character, The Fiend. And I didn't like how that whole presentation went down this past week. I mean, the crowd was sort of excited, but... I'm telling you, half that crowd didn't know who he was. <laughs> they was like, who is this guy with the clown max? Oh, man. I, I, I said it to soon-to-be co-host uh, 
Jay Sizzle, I said to him, I said, there, there's some there's some dad in the in the audience with his kids, and he's like, oh, oh, hey, uh, oh my God, look look at there, Brad, uh, who, who's that, Brad, who's that, who's that, uh, Alicia, who, who's is the, who, that's the is that the killer clown? Oh my God, WWE has a killer clown now. I mean, they don't know. Casual fans don't watch all the time, so how are they going to know the dude with the mask on? Unless he took off the mask, and he did not take off the mask, which was cool to me. I mean, I knew where he was going, but I doubt most of the people knew. Half the crowd was saying this is awesome, but that was only like half the crowd, even if it was half the crowd. They better not mess this up. And hopefully, with on SmackDown, with the whole Kevin Owens thing, they keep that uh, whole thing going because... I mean, they're just not doing anything to draw me in, and I'm not going to be, I'm not going to watch a show being bored. I mean, (laughs) wrestling should be fun to watch. It should not feel like a job to watch wrestling. I'm not trying to watch wrestling like that. So hopefully they end up changing soon. And, but I will do my due diligence and bring you more WWE reviews. I'm a, um, bring you my take on the last uh, few NXTs uh, next week because that's the only product like I said that WWE produces that I I do support and I do like so uh, yeah uh, with that said let's move on to the NBA and uh, what's going on there you know still with the free agency all that craziness is all done with and the last thing that happened uh, Chris Paul uh, with Oklahoma City Thunder and uh, the the talk was they were going to try to move him to another team but it looks like the market for Chris Paul is not there and looks like he's going to be with the team at the beginning of the season so if he gets traded it's going to be during the NBA season because it looks like it's not going to happen uh, anytime soon unless a team uh, comes out of nowhere and thinks they need Chris Paul to to either get in the playoffs or win a championship and it's just kind of it's kind of sad to see this happen to Chris Paul. Um, I remember some years ago when the uh, wanted to go to the Lakers and the commissioner at the time, David Stern, he stopped that from happening. And at the at the time, I never saw, I never seen the commissioner uh, use his power like that. Mm. But he stopped that from happening. This was uh, Chris Paul was with the Hornets. And Chris Paul ended up going to instead of the Lakers, he ended up going to the Clippers. And they tried for some years and they didn't get uh as far as they wanted. And so Chris Paul left there and he ended up in Houston and mm. he ended up in Houston and looked like it was gonna work out and he got uh injured in the playoffs, uh couple seasons ago and then last year uh their one run wasn't uh 
that good in the playoffs and it just didn't work out and now Oklahoma City has them now and now it just looks like uh, we're doing a waiting game either him staying in Oklahoma or him being moved and being traded to another team if uh, if another team wants him so it's just sad to see that's going on Chris Paul he's a Hall of Famer uh I say he uh, deserves to be uh, on a championship team just because I I like Chris Paul and I think he's one of the best point guards to ever play in the NBA. Um, uh, With that said, speaking of OKC, uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, who Chris Paul was traded for, is with... uh, the Rockets now, the Houston Rockets, Houston Rockets, and now him or him and James Harden are back together again, and it, it, it should be interesting. I don't know how it will work out because um, when they were on Oklahoma City together, uh, James Harden was more of the sixth man. He came off the bench and controlled the team. While Kevin Durant and and uh, Russell Westbrook sat the bench, not saying that they didn't play together at all, but that was more of James Hart, James Harden' uh, role back then was the sixth man. And but when they played together, when they all three were on court, they played. I thought they played well together, but that was a totally different James Harden. Um. Back then to the James Harden we have now. You know, the James Harden we have now is a fully developed uh, superstar. And he's going to be the, you know, the, the, the lead of the team. You know, so can Russell Westbrook play, you know, be that second guy? Instead of being that ball dominant guy like he uh, was with OKC, I don't know. Will they use him uh, uh, like like before? Will they? Will both of them be on the court at the same time? And who's going to be the one that that's controlling the offense? Will it be James Harden? Will it be Russell Westbrook? That's will they play off each other? You know, will it be both of them? You know, taking turns at controlling the offense. I don't know. It's interesting to see what what happens uh, with them now that they're uh, playing together again. And uh, and uh, yeah, so looking forward. You know, it's it's crazy that the NBA season has been over since last month the championship you know was was last month and it's july and we're about to go into august and we're still talking about the nba and now one game is being played besides the summer league that's being played nobody no one really pays attention to the summer league because it's the rookies and the, the the guy the second year guys that are that are playing so unless you're a diehard basketball fan you're probably the only one paying attention to the summer league, but everyone else, we're waiting for the regular season to get started. Even preseason, 
because you can get a taste and and see what is going, what everyone on their new teams is going to look like. You know that includes Boston with Kimba Walker, and they have Ennis Cantor now, and they have some rookies coming in. Uh, not sure they keep the rookies. We'll see after the summer league is over. We see um, Taco Fall from uh, UCF University of Central Florida. Uh, he's been playing with the Celtics in the summer league. That kid is, man, I can't believe how tall he is. I believe he's seven six. Yeah, dang. <laughs> yeah. He's ridiculous. He doesn't even have to jump to dunk. Mm-hmm. All he has to do is reach up and drop and dunk. In. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. But, uh, yeah, that that's interesting to see everyone on their new teams and what happens when you know Jimmy Butler on the Miami Heat? You know that that that's 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 something to look forward to, and uh, Anthony Davis on the Lakers, and Kawhi Leonard, Paul George on the Los Angeles Clippers, and well, you got uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on Brooklyn Nets now, but of course Kevin Durant won't be playing next season because of this injury but it'll be cool to see everyone on their different teams now uh i'm a celtics fan uh and a magic fan but i just have to say it's sad to see al horford on the uh on the philadelphia 76ers now but i saw a report that the celtics are are saying uh, the 76ers might have tampered with uh, Al Horford before they were allowed to talk to him. So um, I haven't, I just saw the headline. I didn't look at the report. Uh, so I will get into that more on the next uh, episode, on episode nine. Yeah, so that that's that's kind of crazy because i just saw that uh come across uh earlier today so man if they did that 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 could be a a big violation and maybe a a hefty fine uh if it if it's true so we'll see what was going to happen what's going on with that situation and as we're talking about the eastern conference and the 76ers and the Celtics and the Heat and the other teams that stay in the East. Like, who will be the number one team in the East next season? I don't think it will be. Uh, I think we have to count out Toronto because their team's totally different now. I saw that Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry got surging on his thumb, and Danny Green is gone. Uh, Kawhi Leonard isn't there anymore. Um, uh, so, yeah, other players will have to step up, but I don't think they will be the number one team. Uh, you have to look at Philadelphia. Uh, you have to look at Milwaukee, um, Boston, Um I don't know if you can put the Brooklyn Nets up there just because uh, Kevin Durant is 
not playing and Kyrie is. So, I don't know if you can put them up there. Uh, uh, so, yeah, uh, Indiana, they're, they're going to be... Uh, they're going to be challenging for one of those top four spots. Uh, so it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't Miami, they're going to compete. I don't know if they will be competing for uh, any of the, the top four or five uh, spots. You know, I believe they can get uh, in the top eight. Uh, definitely believe that. But I don't know if they'll be competing for any of the, the top five spots. But yeah, who will be that number one team? Will be Milwaukee again, Boston, Philly. Um, uh, yeah, so that's that's something that's uh, that we need to keep our eye on uh, as it pertains to the Eastern Conference. Uh, my personal favorite, I don't know, maybe just because I lived on the East Coast my whole life. You know, maybe that has something to do with it. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I I still got to get out to the to the West Coast, check out uh, the state of Washington and California. The furthest west I've been is uh, Las Vegas, and that was that was cool. Can't wait to get back there. It's been nice. some years. Got to get back to Vegas. Got got to go to Vegas. Never been to Vegas. You got to go to Vegas, people. Go to Vegas, have some fun. If you like to gamble, you probably uh, win a little more money than you would in Atlantic City. Definitely, you win more money than what you win in my home state, Connecticut. Because I don't win <laughs> nothing over at these casinos. These casinos are tight. They are stingy. I mean, since I've been going to these casinos, I think I only won a hundred dollars, and that was this past year. On my wedding anniversary. And I just think I got lucky. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. Go to Vegas. You want to win a few hundred. On those uh, slot machines. You probably can win more on the tables. Yeah. So. Yeah. With that said. Uh, uh, moving right along from the NBA. Uh, things that we're going to look forward to. This weekend. Uh, well the one thing. Looking forward to uh, is the big boxing match uh, tomorrow night between Manny Pacquiao and Keith Thurman. Now, uh, I haven't been focused on boxing like I uh, have in the past, and I haven't seen uh, Keith Thurman's uh, last uh, last fight. But, uh, if I'm going off, uh, uh, what I saw of him last and going off, uh, Manny Pacquiao's fight, uh, with Adrian Bronner, um, I don't know. I, I mean, personally, I like Keith Thurman. That's my guy. I like him. Uh, he's very intelligent. But if I'm going off what I saw of both of these fighters last, uh, I'm going to have to give the edge to Manny Pacquiao just because if you saw the fight between Pacquiao and Bronner, he schooled Adrian Bronner. That's why Adrian Bronner in the fight looked like a total idiot talking about, you know, I won this fight. 
I want to fight. And I mean, he he just he was just. I mean, I mean, he looked like a real soft punk right there. Talking about you want to fight and you clearly lost. Mm. I mean, Manny Pacquiao schooled you. You're the younger guy, and Manny Pacquiao looked like he was ten years younger than you. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. When Manny Pacquiao is the older, seasoned veteran, but uh, this uh, should be a good fight. I'm I'm pulling for Keith Thurman. I'm hoping Keith Thurman wins. I'm hoping he wins, but. I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking Manny Pacquiao is going to take this one. I really do. But I'm just not hoping they're they're not trying to push for another Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather. Because I don't believe anyone wants to see two old men fight. Especially now. Um, We already saw that. Um, Manny Pacquiao claims he he had a bum shoulder, he had a hurt shoulder, but whatever, you lost, and we don't want to see that again. And uh, with this fight with Keith Thurman, Manny Pacquiao, I say Manny Pacquiao probably win this one. Even though I'm I'm pulling for Keith Thurman to take this, yeah, so. With that said, what 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 what's going on with boxing, man? We used to get like more exciting uh, fights back to back, and I think the one thing uh, that's disappointing with boxing is that we don't, they don't give you the fights that the people want when they want it. Mm-hmm. They'll give you those fights a few years later, a few years down the road, but they don't give you the fight. When the people want it. And I think that's where boxing messes up. Every time there's no. There's no commission over boxing that controls. At, you know, it's not a league. You know, boxing is a profession. But there's not a boxing league. You know, that controls uh, every uh, federation. When it comes to the uh, IBF, the WBC, WBA, and the WBO, you know, all of those entities are on their own and they pick the uh, fighter that they want to fight their champion, you know, and it's never a unanimous uh, decision of who's number one in that division. All those uh, federations have their own number one. And it's just it's just messed up because the UFC gets it right. The UFC gets it right. I don't even think pro wrestling gets it right every time with uh, picking the matches, but the I believe the UFC UFC gets it right every time with giving you the matches you want to the people want to see when the people want to see it. So when the people are ready to see a fight, it happens in boxing. He'll wait two, three, four, five, sometimes even ten years. We waited forever for that Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather fight. I mean, it made money, you know, even though I appreciate boxing. I know what I'm watching with boxing. So 
if somebody's get you know giving great offense, I, I appreciate that. But if somebody has good defense, I appreciate that too. So if you can't hit somebody, that guy's good. I got to give that guy credit. That's part of boxing. That's part of boxing to hit and not get hit. That's what boxing is. I hit you and I'm supposed to stop you from hitting me. And people don't understand. They think a boxing is supposed to be, oh, I hit you, then you hit me. No, I hit you, you hit me. No, it's supposed to be I hit you and then you, I make you miss. Bob and weave. Yeah. <laughs> That's what boxing is. And people don't understand. You know, you got casual fans that, that, watch, that don't. You know, watch boxing on a regular basis, and I've been watching this stuff since I was a kid. You know, between that and pro wrestling, I don't know what's more of my favorite. I love, but I mean, I love pro wrestling. I love uh, boxing, and on toughest balls, we're going to be bringing more boxing to you. I mean, shoot, I have boxing gloves in the logo. I, I should be bringing you more <laughs> boxing. Right. <laughs> you know, even though that's not what the glove stands for, yeah. sports in general, but we're going to be bringing you more boxing and we're going to be talking about more UFC because uh, I've been I've been slacking on that. I, I, I do like the UFC, but I've been slacking on. I'm going to bring you. I mean, the UFC has events uh, every weekend, every weekend, either a fight night on ESPN or a pay-per-view. I mean, they're bringing you great, great uh Great events every week. So, shout out to the UFC. We're going to be bringing you more of that. We're going to be bringing you more boxing. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, with that said, uh, Keith Thurman versus Manny Pacquiao. Make sure you check that one out. It should be a good fight. Uh, but, like I said before, um, I think I'm going to pick Manny Pacquiao. I'm, I'm pulling for Thurman. Like I said, I'm pulling for third, but I think Pacquiao uh, might is going to take this one. Yeah. Uh, and with that uh, said, before we uh, get out of here, we got a couple album reviews I want to uh, get into. Um, the first one uh, I want to uh, talk about is... Uh, from J. Cole and his team, Dreamville. Uh, it's Revenge of the Dreamers 3. And uh, I got to say, I, I saw people complain about, oh, it could have been better and everything. I think people just like to complain. Especially like millennials and all these young kids, you know, at the, you know, teens and early 20s like you just like to complain about everything like i think this is a solid project i really think this was a a solid project uh and um uh one of my uh favorite tracks on there is uh track two um uh called down bad that that's one of the uh, my favorite tracks on the whole uh, project is solid. I mean, one pro one one song I could have done without on the uh, album. Uh, I believe it's called uh, it's called Got Me, and I believe that's featuring uh, 
Ty Dollar Sign and Kilani. I mean, it's just, eh. <laughs> you know, I could have done without that. It's kind of uh, Michael won a big crit at uh, his last album. Um, he had a song called um, with Lloyd called "Back That Ass Up," and <laughs> I mean, it was it was like, oh, it was it was okay, you know, all right, you know. It's not one of those songs you're like, oh, I gotta listen to that song. Oh, that's my jam. No, it's not one of those songs. And that's why I got from uh, Got Me. But besides that, uh, I think this is a solid project that I will be, I will have on repeat. I will listen to this over and over. Uh, you hear J. Cole on a, a few songs. He really let his team shine on this project. And they, they put out a good a good a good project yeah i really i really think they put out a solid project and if you haven't yet uh make sure you go uh check that out okay it's j cole and dreamville revenge of the dreamers three it's a good project uh yeah make sure you uh stream it or buy it wherever you purchase your music yeah uh and the last uh project i want to review is from my guy big crit and been waiting for this uh this album for a while now ever since his uh it's been a couple years since his uh last album so i've been waiting for this one for a while uh crit is here is the name of the album is spelled iz you know uh make sure you download that and uh, check that one out uh this whole project is 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 good in my opinion uh he, he even has a track uh with j cole is track 11 called prove it i mean my opinion big crit never uh disappoints when it comes to the whole project where you could listen to the album where you could turn it on and don't really have to skip a song i believe that's what you can do with uh crit is here he he's really uh a seasoned vet at this point i remember first hearing him on currency's uh uh album pilot talk and man how he's grown from there if you listen to big crit back then that was 10 years ago, 9, 10 years ago, you know, 2009, 2010, so yeah, it's, man, the, the years are flying by, these guys would be, you know, veterans in the game now, you know, almost at that uh, OG status, and probably uh, is looked at as an OG uh, from the uh, younger artists, but uh, yeah, this whole album is good, uh, make sure you check it out, uh, of course, uh, Crit here, that was one of the singles that, uh, he's been dropping, uh, over the months, uh, I believe he dropped three, three songs from this, uh, this project, uh, throughout the months before it dropped, and, uh, like I said, uh, to me, it's another classic, uh, from, um, Big Crit. 
and make sure you uh check it out. He got uh, a track on there with with Yellow Beezy called I Made um I Made uh he has uh he has another uh track with uh Rico Law Rico Love called Obvious. He has uh, uh um uh another song called addiction and that that track is dope with uh featuring Lil Wayne and Saweetie so make sure you uh check that out that's that's definitely one of those uh one of those club bangers I mean you know the bass line as soon as you hear it you're like man they they should play this one in the club uh it's definitely uh a strip club song <laughs> if you know if you know what I mean I mean it's it's one of those grooves that you can put on repeat and it will bang if you got a system in your car this track will bang that's addiction featuring Lil Wayne and Saweetie yeah so make sure you check that out I mean I, I mean the whole project is solid I mean this is a solid project I'm saying it's a classic come from Big Crit I'm, I'm saying it's a classic you know, so big up to Big Crit for for being a real artist. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of people know he produces uh, a lot of his songs too, but he does work with uh, other producers. I believe he re- he uh, worked with uh, Rico Love on this uh, on this uh, project. So uh, yeah, Crit. I don't. To me, he never disappoints. Um, uh, I remember when I first heard him, I was a big currency fan. I was all on currency. Now, I mean, I I'm still a currency fan. Still like currency, but because of the music Big Crit has put out, uh, I gotta say, I, 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 he's, he's he's to me he's edged. He's edged currency. That's that's just in my personal. For my personal consumption, I, I'm liking Bitcrit more now than currency. And like I said, I'm still I'm still a currency dude. I still like currency, but Bitcrit, uh, he's a soulful guy. He's an intelligent uh, MC. He uh, he tells. He's a storyteller, um, and he's he's real. And nothing about him is fake. He, he's He's just one of the realest artists out there, you know. It's him. It's it's, it's J Cole. It's, it's uh, Kendrick Lamar, and uh, you know, it's just artists like that that uh, make me still love hip hop and make me still uh, listen and, and look forward to hip hop albums dropping. And it's always exciting to, when an artist uh, grows in the business and you see them grow you saw big crit basically go from nothing to something and he's an amazing talent and uh yeah uh make sure you uh check out uh those those projects that's a big crit crit is here and the other one is uh j cole in dreamville Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Uh, those are two, two great albums. Uh, you got to check out. Yeah. And uh, 
before we get out of here i just want to tell you uh thank you for listening and make sure you follow the show on uh on social media on facebook on twitter and on instagram it's tough as balls just like that not not hard at all you can follow us and and uh make sure you checking us out wherever you checking out your podcast if it's on apple podcast if it's on if it's on uh uh tune in if it's on Podbeam, overcast uh wherever you're consuming your podcast make sure you're tuning in to toughest balls all right and like i said follow us on all social media instagram twitter and uh facebook at toughest balls i am your host mark brown and we will see you next week for episode nine of toughest balls and we are out of here peace Every boy and girl, it's just a little start. So we impact the world. Don't forget who you are. It's not about buying cars. This is the very thing that makes you more than a superstar. You got to give them love. Show them what's in your heart. And it will stand the test of time just like a piece of art. We got to build our own. We're fighting over bones. Give the people life before this place is dead and gone. There is a brighter day at the end of the road. Make a stronger bridge, now we can take control Live in our destiny, where every man is free Put them ones up, cause we're claiming victory uh, Put them ones up, cause we're claiming victory yeah. Now put them ones up, cause we're claiming victory I'm